Hello, everybody. Welcome to the J Ben Lee Experience Chicka 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 Remix. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cascade Scent Experience. Experience. So I'm here with uh, Manny. How are you? Very well. I'm Manny of Cascade Scents. I'd like to extend my warm welcome to Jabin Lee, who has agreed to come through from Toronto to Niagara Falls to be able to record this. So uh, I'm glad you're here in one piece. Yes. And I'm over the moon that you guys get to check this experience out. Hopefully you all enjoy this conversation. You can say agree to or you can say begged and can I please be... Uh, never mind. So uh, Manny... Um, so I usually start to show off with talking about like how I met somebody and whatnot, and I, I get to talk a little bit, start it off. So we met in person at uh, Lila's place, our uh, last, last podcaster, at our uh, GCFE meetup, and that was my first meetup. It's his uh, 3,652nd meetup, so uh, that was a pretty good experience, but... We kind of met before that. Yeah. We? So yeah. quickly about the Great Canadian Fragrance Exchange mini meetup that we had in Barrie, Ontario. Um, I met a lot of cool mates there. Uh, so shout out to everyone who was able to pull up. If you guys want to pull up to the next meetup, just be sure to PM me and or email me. Uh, of course, you might know me because of Cascade Sense, which is why he said that that's probably my 3000th meetup. Kind of hyperbole, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get tired of meeting up about subject that is close to our hearts so and that's part of why we're here uh that being said we met because of this actually i want to say nine years because we were into hats no No. (laughs) yeah so king of the dot which stands for or kotd stands for king of the dot it's uh the biggest battle rap promotion in all of canada and perhaps one of the biggest in the world in the world actually yes yes. totally um barring you know if we're going to get into Russia or Philippines, things like that. Well, not view-wise, but like movement-wise, even over America, uh, Don't Flop's pretty big in uh, um, UK, and but I would say KOTD. Is yeah, in the English-speaking world, we, we got it. Uh, that being said, like, of course, he used to compete. And one of my good mates back in the day uh, was a competitor as well, 100 Bullets. 100 Bullets, yeah. Wordplay man. That's a very smart guy. Very smart guy. Yeah, uh, very, you know, pen-driven as yes. far as his style. Yes. And what's cool about battle rap, kind of like fragrances, like the way you actually do things, the your delivery, your bars, um, is very evocative of you. Kind of like how your fragrance collection would be as well. Very personal. Absolutely. So um, that you wear that shit with a badge of honor and... I recall, you know, seeing my man here compete uh, even before I saw him in person. Uh, of course, my friend was competing that day. I want to say it was, um, I want to, well, it was versus Sharon, Corey Sharon, who, you know, is way up there now. But yes. uh, I can't remember mark. what card that is. But there's a video of us, uh, which we can link in the description below. And you would have seen a 20 year old me in that video. Uh, backing up my friend and a 22 year old me oh yeah (laughs) see what he did there (laughs) but um it was cool and that was a really lovely time for both of us back in the day Uh, mainly because um i think as far as uh a coming of age or a growing experience finding yourself um i think battle rap is so expressive hip-hop in general and it got me open-minded to the point where i'm able to actually enjoy other stuff and i guess we're here now it's a very uh, particular art form like it's it's um really quick talking about sharon a guy really really made it like being in the movies and whatnot these days but when i battled him back then he was just a kid um yeah it's i, I really he's a he's a good kid and he works so hard you see him in the side of the battles he's always going through his lines and practicing freestyles not even watching battles I just wanted to put them in there. I really, really like the dude. Absolutely. Uh, Ottawa's finest right there, Corey Sharon. Yeah. Honestly, I can't be more over the moon for what he's been doing as of late, um, especially with Wild and Out. Wild and Out. Rest and, yeah. peace that. Um, and, of course, a number of battlers within that scene. Really cool. Actually, Disaster, um, yep. Pat's Day. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on. I can go on and on. Uh, talking about Ottawa, I just want to mention like the underground group... Um, Flight Distance, uh, R.I.P. Bender. St. Uh, Catharines. Yes, uh, Bender is one of the uh, 
one of the best, um, not if the best, um, lyricist and battler out there, for sure. For sure. Yeah, in his prime, and just in general, he was incredible. There was no one who had that style as far as, man, this guy was like, he would wax lyrical about how he would ruin you. And it wasn't very punchline-driven, but you just said, mm, to that shit. Maltese after Maltese, yeah. Sorry Player, mm-hmm. Noriega. So, um, yeah, we're going to a little bit sidetracked a little bit. But, uh, so, um, let's talk a little bit about you, sir. And uh, let's bring it all the way back to the beginning. I don't know how far we're going now. Um, so let's just start with how you got into fragrances. Okay, so this is a two-part answer. Uh, one, I was interested in fragrance because my best friend at the time and still, he was always receiving fragrances from relatives and whatnot. Sure. Um, even when he was like, you know, super young. We're talking pre-teens. Do you want to say who? Give him a shout-out? Yeah, shout-out to David Washington. He's been on this channel before. He's okay. actually pretty good with his nose so respect um also uh on top of that i was starting to ask for fragrances you know for holidays and yeah. or my birthday and i would get them i wouldn't always get the ones i want but that happened how um, back was it talking back in high school just before then okay just before yeah, then okay yeah um and in high school that's when i kind of got serious so after ninth grade um before 10th grade, what's serious uh, I got into Lacoste Porom. Um, I recall my girlfriend at the time <laughs> saying that she really liked the Lacoste fragrance. I had no idea which one. And I saw that one. I jumped on it. I ended up really liking it. You know, we're talking um, a vanilla and plum that is unassumingly big, at least as far as performance for me. Overtly synthetic. It is what it is. But she really liked it anyway, so that worked out. Uh, but... I never really liked it, like oh. not loved it, you know, and I still have that fragrance. Like I got it again. I don't have my OG bottle, but the fragrance that really changed everything for me would have been Gucci Poram De from Gucci. And honestly, I still wear that scent to this day and at least once a month, which is actually kind of often if you are to consider the fact that that shit is discontinued. And the fact that you have uh, 67 million uh, stuff to choose from and once a month, is it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, without a doubt. But at the end of the day, just because I acquire this, I acquire that, uh, I don't forget where I come from. You know, I've, I have to uh, retain why I got into this. Your you roots. Know? Absolutely, because it's okay to evolve, it's okay to get into this and that, and of course I met so many cool people uh, on the grassroots level and on the industry level uh, with, you know, introducing me to this or that too, but I always like wearing the OG stuff just because of the fact that I wouldn't have this if it wasn't uh, for that stuff, you know, so I always remind myself, not only do I genuinely like these scents, but because of what they also represent to me. Of course. So uh, tied to a memory, I think. And that's why it's all personal, in my opinion. A um, little bias going on with everybody, I think. Even when you try not to be biased. Mm. It's a kind of hard thing to do. Um, so you said two-part story. Is it done with the... Well, yeah. The two-part story is the fact that I was influenced by my friend. Okay. And then I eventually got into Lekuchi Puramda. Okay. And, you know, a, a girl. Okay. So, yeah. And the rest was history. Okay. So, how uh, you started your YouTube channel? And uh, I'm going to start. Let me get a pen and paper so I can take notes. No, let me, uh, yeah, just let us know. Honestly, YouTube-wise, um, I just had a bunch of fragrances. And I decided to talk about them. I saw certain creators who I thought looked like they were having a blast when they would uh, talk about this stuff, too. And at the same time... It's not like it's uncool to discuss these. And I understand why some people out there might be apprehensive of doing so because it might be taboo in the areas they come from. Especially for me, uh, not all Asians are really into scent. It's kind of taboo if you go to that part of the world. We're talking, you know, East Asia. That being said, other parts of the world, you might be a little bit more fortunate as far as uh, it might be more ubiquitous there. It might be more acceptable to to speak about this at least on a multi-thousand <laughs> subscriber channel level uh but i'm still even a little apprehensive to talk about it just because of the fact that 
Um, yeah, I think it's cool, uh, but sometimes I dislike having to give the spiel about uh, some of these costs a lot, or now I have to explain this brand. Um, I mean, cool, it's a bunch of free marketing for these houses, and there's nothing wrong with that, and if they're genuinely interested, I will say something, but a lot of times people hit you with those weird looks, and at the same time, I'm into a lot of other things that you know, might be more at ease for them. I, I don't really try to condition people into, you have to get into fragrance. I'm not really pushy with it. I got into this because of myself. And if I can spread the word about how cool this is, um, sure, that that's great. But I also don't really like being pushy about it. No, no, obviously, if you've seen this channel, it's just, here is the information, here it is, you take it. You don't like... You, if you don't get this, you're fucking me. No, no, you really, um, you just lay it out there and you take it as you want it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are genuinely my personal, you know, experience and takes. And if I'm wrong about something, so be it. Feel free to fact check me. Feel free to G check me. I'm cool with that. Uh, that being said, I, I feel like I come correct for the most part. I try to do this as genuinely and as honestly as possible so if you guys have it, some. it shows it shows it comes through the camera it shows like i've, I've been watching the shows for years mm. uh even before uh we actually got to uh, talk to each other and uh it really I've, I've got only the best things to say about it and it's it's really informative and it's something uh, i look up to and wish i get to that kind of level someday and i know i'm, I'm, I'm i just started so uh yeah i mean it's not a race either i mean oh. my man's been here doing this for uh only a few months days <laughs> so i'm a baby i mean you don't need to have all of this behind me like not remotely and that's not anything you collect just don't do it because it's really important i think to uh be at ease and be you know, loving of what you have already to, to begin with. Um, yeah, strive for quality, strive for attaining this or that. It's nice to have goals in anything that you pursue. But right. at the same time, you know, again, it's not a race. And you don't need everything. You can only wear that many things at once. You know what I'm saying? And for me, you know, I have stuff back here that I haven't touched in two years potentially. And to be fair, I don't want that to be y'all. Uh, so again, uh, enjoy what you have. Two things. Uh, this is one thing that Manny personally tells me all the time. And I appreciate that he tells himself and he tells everybody. And it's just not me, but I'm very guilty of that too. I have things that I haven't even touched. Uh, maybe I, I, I tried once. And that means I, I barely know the top notes. And I don't know how it develops. Uh, even something you tried once or twice or three times after a week, months, it, it changes on you. So, it, you know, if you really... The real way I would think about it is I think you should have a few and you discover them. And one by one instead of, uh, like, kind of me, uh, I'm guilty of it. And, like, collecting them like Pokemon. Um, the other thing I want to add really quick is as somebody just started the YouTube thing... Uh, is uh, like he said, I, I really, I think I'm doing it right because I'm focusing on having fun and doing what I like. Uh, I get a lot of, a lot of comments or messages saying, hey, Jay, you got to do a top 10 fall fragrance. You got to do your top five and you got to review this. You got to start doing reviews. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to do what you guys think. I'm trying, I'm not like going for the, the views and subscribers and I'm, just, I'm literally, I, I want my few people who like this kind of crazy comedy stuff. I know sometimes it's not even like fragrance related. It's just me clowning around. But what I'm trying to say is, I, I know I talk to people and the other YouTubers um, and they're just focusing on the numbers, the stats, oh, the, the formula, you know, you got to do this. You got to start making those, um, the pictures for the YouTube uh, thumbnails. You got to work on those. I'm like, I'm just going to focus on the videos for now and have a little fun and let's see where it goes from there. Okay, yeah, and I can empathize with that. That being said, control what you can control. And, of course. And don't worry about what you can't. So while you might somewhat lament some of the things that you have mentioned there, the reason why I definitely would look at the thumbnails, the reason why I would look at tags, the reason why I would look at timestamps, uh, watch time, metrics in general, is because if you really care about your gospel, if you really care about 
doing your offbeat, off the wall kind of content, it needs to get seen in the first place. Of course, of course, of course. So are you only going to be reliant on the small group that you might be familiar with in our country of Canada? And let's be real, we have a really small country despite its size because we only have like 37 million people here. I think the state of California has more people in it alone. Wow. So just consider that. And that's why I'm talking about um, don't limit your audience. Okay. You can have a target market. There's of nothing course. wrong with that. Of course. But in order for people to find out if they are your target market in general, okay. make sure they click on the fucking video. Of course, of course, of course. So, yeah, I, I don't hate having an emphasis yeah. on the videos itself. Yes, that's what I was, I, I'm not saying ignore the other parts. Yes. I, they're important as well, but I'm saying some people don't even have the main, main, they're not, their video's not even that good and they're working less on their video and spending time on their video and they're just promoting and promoting. Yeah, I mean, you have to do both. I yeah, mean, yeah, There's of course, a balance, uh, everything moderation. Um, that being said, I might be one to talk because of the fact that I'm pretty inactive on YouTube. Uh, that being said, I've been on here long enough to know like what it would take. Yeah. And I have some of my best friends, you know, bounce ideas off of me all the time. And I feel like I have a pretty good uh, nose and or eye for what needs for to be done. For sure, for sure. Rather than actually doing it. So do as I say and not as I do. So another thing I would also mention is when you are doing your content, uh, do it consistently. I, techni like, I technically... Uh, don't, of course, you know, some people would be like, oh, you're going hard for this month, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Life <sighs> is life, you know. You know, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, but I'm also not hell-bent on doing the channel as some might think. Uh, but I have friends who are doing this night in, night out, day in, day out. And I applaud them. You know, not every video is going to be something they're equally enthused for, but they understand as far as growth for you and your brand, you and your channel, then that's what needs to be done. So consistency is key. And Ray Kroc himself said, who is famous because of McDonald's, oh. of course, uh, your quality is only as good as your consistency. So that is paramount, especially nowadays, as far as the competition landscape. Will your most ardent subscribers forget about you? No, but you're making it harder for them to actually search for you because sometimes you get lost in the algorithm. So sometimes YouTube loses track of stuff and you can't hate on them because the fact that we have this platform is a privilege in general. So what I'm saying is sometimes they're lazy about the subscription box and you popping up in those boxes. That is so disheartening if you don't have that much of a following. So if you want to always be there, you want to make sure that people receive your shit. And on top of that, you want to make sure people discover your shit and be on recommended sidebars, things like that, upon other new videos of other new channels. If you want all of that, be consistent. God damn it. So consistency. And on top of that, you also need, and this is the key part, you have to be entertaining. Like, you just have to be. Like, you don't have to be overt. You don't have to have uh, Jeremy Fragrance charisma. But you have to be watchable because of the fact that these guys are. And if they're more watchable and their metrics indicate that they're more watchable, they have more watch time accrued percentage-wise in comparison to you, they're going to get more promoted. For sure. So... At the end of the day, is it a competition? Yes, by definition, technically. You, now, I'm not saying look at it that way when it comes to, you know, you genuinely just looking out for the consumer. But when it comes to the metrics, yeah, there's only 24 hours of the day. There's only so much time that people have to watch fucking fragrance videos. So if you want to be a part of this, then you kind of have to play ball. And... Unfortunately, fragrance content isn't as hype as certain other subcultures to where you can upload once a week and get this many views. Like you have to be overly consistent here because you are also trying to preach the message that this is cool to talk about. And eventually we might get to that day where uh, we don't have to be as consistent. But right now we have to grind. This community is in such an infant 
infancy state. So, you know, everyone contribute if you want this shit to grow. Uh, contribute more than me lately. <laughs> so, hope that helps. No, it's all good. Um, you know, we, we're waiting for a comeback. But as I know, I know there's some things going on. So, I'm not going to force it. It's just... You have a lot of fans and people want to see you again, so that's what it is. Um, just want to get a quick shout out to uh, Josh, uh, who started the YouTube as well, and um, what is I forgot Six Sense, I think. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yep. that's him, and uh, just a quick shout out to him. He's my boy. Um, so basically, I forgot to ask it, and you just went in with the answers. Uh, you just went into it. So I was going to ask you three advice for people who's starting YouTube. Uh, like me, myself, uh, generically, you already answered two, I think. Okay, so I'll get, I'll Back. touch on that again. Okay. So, consistency, consistency. Uh, so we're talking, uh, on top of consistency, we're talking watch time, watch percentage. So typically, the algorithm wants you to be at least eight to ten minutes long, but at least 50% of that time watched. Okay. And on top of that, again, I mean, that it ties into that, but be entertaining be watchable okay you know uh but at the same time you can be watchable but if you're only watchable for two to three minutes will they want to promote you as much eh, probably not so that's what i'm saying so entertaining have the watch time and be consistent okay so you heard it. i'm probably going to watch this podcast this part many times and take my notes and <laughs> not even joke I'm, i know it comes out pretty funny but i'm really gonna actually do well i uh, will add to that as well like you notice how I didn't give any advice on the content that you do. Because I don't know what you guys are genuinely interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have your own aspirations with what you want to talk about fragrance-wise, and you want to optimize that as best possible, I gave you the hard metrics on how to do so. You know? When it comes to, is there a secret frag or a secret brand that will get you the most views or following? I mean, like, I think that's obvious. Just take a look at fucking, you know, Fragranica, you know, most rated or uh, Sephora top fives, you know, it's so fucking easy, but we all know that shit, you know, so that's why I was hitting all with stuff that you might not think is obvious, but it's obvious to me because I've been doing this for a long, long time. Uh, you want to talk about a few of your buddies or any YouTubers you like? Just, you know, two, three of them and, uh, yeah. Not really. No? I'm joking. It's okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I have a few mates within Nakam, like... More I, than a few, but yeah, sorry, go on. Well, I mean, thank you, like, I mean, I, and I, I say this all the time. It is what it is. <laughs> I say this all the time as far as, you know, who I roll with within Nakam. Uh, I mean, if you're a friend to all you're really a friend to none and you'll see a lot of guys within the com and some girls who will reach out do this do that with certain people and you know inherently there's nothing wrong with that but i think my values are really obvious as far as honesty not chilling this or that and there's a few youtubers who i just won't name right now as far as you know, I know they would tell me something otherwise off cam as far as how they genuinely feel about a product, but to save face for the brand more than anything and potentially the consumers out there, they're not genuinely going to tell you how they feel. And I take issue with that just because I kind of perceive it as lying, you know? Yeah, so at the end of the day, the key word in YouTube is you. You know, people genuinely want to know what you have to say. And we're talking as like small time creators like we are. So unless you are part of the brand or part of the uh, retailer, like I really don't care for you trying to save face for anyone. Like I want to genuinely know what you have to say. Another problem is with the calm is that people are afraid of ruffling up feathers. Just because someone has an opinion and opinions like an asshole, everyone has one, don't get so strung up on the fact that someone has something demeaning to say about something you personally enjoy. Like, if my fragrance, which is one of my favorites, say if there's a favorite I have, is dissed by someone, I love it. Who cares? Well, here's why I love it. There's more for me, <laughs> you know? So I'm okay with that. Like, be at ease with what you genuinely enjoy. 
Like, don't be a dweeb. And again, the reason I say this is because fragrance is cool, you know? And you are cool for liking something. So why take shame in genuinely liking something just because someone doesn't? The flip side of the coin to that is, I mean, don't get upset because somebody said something about your favorite fragrance or whatever. Another thing is, just because somebody doesn't like what you like doesn't mean you have to attack him. Like, oh, you're crazy. Your nose is broken. No, it's every, it's just different. Some people like oranges and some people like apples. And that's, yeah. That's what it is. And sometimes perception's different. Uh, climate, jobs. Uh, there could be other aspects of their life going on. Uh, but when it comes to just smelling something off, you know, their skin chemistry side by side, not everyone can be as potentially objective as the next person. Uh but they're trying to be honest. So I will give them props for that. But, you know, again, just because perception is different, I'm not going to grill someone for that. And you shouldn't feel a certain way if someone grills a scent or grills you for whatever. Just keep it moving. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, as a result, some of my favorite YouTubers are the people I genuinely fuck with. Um, so Gen Sense is Gen one Sense. of my best friends. Uh, Imagine Sense is one of my Sense. best friends. Um Fuck, that's a pretty short list. <laughs> no. is, uh, is Imagine, is he Filipino as well? Negative. He's yeah. from uh, Bangkok. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, love him to death and to see. Yeah, he's, he's, their videos are just top notch. Like you, it's genuine. Yeah. Um, the honesty. Go on, sorry. Go yeah, on. no no doubt. Um, now I have lots of mates. Um, like, <laughs> I was just being facetious as far as not wanting to talk about them. Uh, you might not understand him just because he typically speaks another language um, in Serbian. Uh, my good friend from Belgrade, uh, Oda Victor, uh, one of my best, absolute best mates in the calm. Uh, him and I talk about the dankest shit outside of fragrance. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to check out really good, um, high level, in my opinion, you know, cinematography with... Uh, DSLR, he's insane. So I really do believe there's something to get out of uh, anything, even yeah. if you don't understand people right off the bat. Um, his stuff is incredible. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, few other good mates. Shout outs to uh, my man Triple Link. Shout outs to Fragrance Apprentice. Uh, shout outs to You Smells Good. Um, if I'm forgetting other names, I apologize. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many out there, honestly. I'm sure you, you should have had a list ready, and uh, we don't have time for that. It's going to mm -hmm. be a couple of hours. But uh, it's very interesting that you all know that, but uh, we'll just take a quick break for right now. Okay, now in this section, uh, let's get to know about you a little bit more. So we'll do some top fives. So we'll start with um, top five fragrances. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen some of my podcasts. Imagine somebody has a gun to your head and you literally have 30 seconds, maybe a minute, and you got to just let it up. I mean, I get it. Like, it's kind of hard to pick a top five at any time. Uh, Consistency-wise, consistently, uh, I'll go back to a few of them, right? So Gypsy Water by Byrito is something I'm well known for really liking and uh, not just really liking, but often reaching for because I think it just fits so many times of the year. Even when it gets colder during the winter months, I can wear that indoors and it just feels really cozy. Um, has everything. It's a little lemony, little green, like in a piney and juniper kind of way. Uh, vanilla, sandalwood, uh, pepper, it's awesome. Uh, another scent that I think is really representative of me, Single Malt by Killian. Um, I'm typically not hella into too boozy of fragrances because usually I just smell like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, but <laughs> the reason why I like that one is because I think it genuinely smells like a perfume off of me as well. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, maltish as well as far as how weedy it comes off. Uh, but, you know, like, I think it's beautiful. Like, I think the plum opening is nice. I, I think they just knocked it out of the park with that one. Uh, another fragrance uh, kind of on the lighter floral aspect of things lyric man uh, i knew this one. i've seen enough videos <laughs> yeah from amouage i think uh that stuff is great daniel Vizentine did a great job as far as capturing the essence of what you know rose could be and a lot of people kind of lament rose and one that's too perfumey and kind of explosive in that regard and while this is still big scent and while it is still wet and powdery 
I actually think it kind of leans the other way. I don't think it's as feminine as some people say. I think it's kind of masculine. Like, it has a limey, colony opening, technically. Um, and then, of course, it dries down to a musky rose or rosy musk. Um, oh, God, it's so good. So there's that. Um, another scent uh, recently I fuck with, uh, Wulong Cha by Nishane. Uh, that stuff right there is just a fun tea scent. Usually, tea scents, you want to go for something a little bit more understated. You want to go for something a little bit more zen. Uh, that one, nah, man, I fucking go to music festivals with that shit. So I genuinely rate it. And I would say uh, last scent I have to pick okay. is a formal one. Uh, and I lament formal recently just because, like, we don't have them occasions now. Uh, 2020 is undefeated, hashtag Miss Rona. So, uh, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I won't be able to do these winter, you know, work galas and whatnot. But... Iris Fove from Atelier des Ors. I think Atelier des Ors is one of these really cool fringe, small niche houses that people would definitely have to check out. I mean, yeah, they're friends of the channel, but um, I decided to befriend them because I genuinely think their fucking shit is sick. Like, in my opinion, at least three quarters of the brand is at least a four out of five. Like, I think they're so cool. And Iris Fove especially is so good that I even sold Bois d'Argent by Christian Dior because I fell in love with this. So we're talking um, a more straightforward approach to iris and resins like myrrh. Mm -hmm. uh, so I fuck with this shit because to me, it just feels way more old worldly in a more ostentatious way. And I say that with all due respect. Like this is something that I would gift you know, baby Jesus as a three wise men. So I just think it's so cool. Um, what I is fine. There's nothing wrong with the scent and it's arguably more well-rounded, but when it comes to notes that I feel like exalting again, Iris, which I love myrrh, I guess, which I love. I love Iris too. Holy shit. That scent is incredible. I'll have you smell it later. Okay. Uh, and is it the bottle that kind of looks like uh, Goldschlick vodka, where you shake it and it has like the... Like Goldschlager? Yeah, Goldschlager. Yeah. yeah. I think Goldschlick vodka was the what they called it in um, Superbad, but uh, I might be wrong. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, uh, they buy homegirl the Goldschlager. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. In and around my mouth. I love that movie. Um, so, you know what's really cool? I honestly feel like I'm um, uh, listening to a Cascade uh, video or like uh, watching it live. I, this is crazy. This is a crazy experience. So, we did the f top five uh, fragrances. Now, um, your top five houses. I'm sure you've done enough videos on these or whatnot, but uh, top five houses. Yeah, so when I assess my top five houses, uh, it's not necessarily the brands I have the most sense of. Okay. You know, uh, but it could be. Okay. You know, it's more likely to be. But there's just fucking brands out there that I just bloody like respect enjoy revere and as a result couldn't not make my top five kind of like with fashion there's a yeah. lot of brands that we might be into we might not be so you want to do some honorable mentions or uh, I might okay. Uh, okay. but just saying we might not be able to afford certain things it might not be practical for our day-to-day -day lives but they'll still make your top five okay so for me um, if I had a top five uh, Frederick Mel. Killian, Byredo, Atelier des Or, Creed. Surprise, Byredo's in there. Just I kidding. see what you did there. Just kidding. Uh, you want to touch on each one a little bit? Yeah, okay. So Atelier des Or, for the reasons I lamented. You already um, kind of... Not lamented, but like, you know, I genuinely enjoy that brand. Uh, Byredo, yeah. I think they do the minimalist approach a little bit more uh, proficiently and, uh, than everyone else. Um I mean, La Labo kind of started off with a more of a hipster vibe. Uh, but that being said, I feel like some of their scents are kind of monotonous as far as, uh, you know, if you own one, you kind of own them all okay. to a certain extent. Okay. As far as... I see what you're saying, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? When yeah, it comes yeah. to the, some of the more prominent La Labos. The vibe is very... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Byrito, yeah, a whole lot of them are light, but they do feel, you know very me if that makes any sense when i'm that just trying sense. to chill out yeah uh creed for obvious reasons i think they make the most charming freshies in the world of course. um killian again uh i just think 
again, I'm really not a hell of a whole lot into boozy scents, but I think they do them the best out of anyone to the point where I'm enchanted. Uh, it makes sense because of dude's lineage. Um, also, getting to meet him last year was gnarly, so that was really cool. And yeah, like, what can I say? So I said Byredo, Atelier de Zor, Killian, Creed, and I can't remember what other brand I said. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Just rewind, rewind it if you uh, need to go back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, like my favorite house. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Frederick Mao. Duh. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Now, I mean, hashtag portrait of a Manny. Uh, that being said, yeah, Frederick Mao, I think, is really cool because... You know, the gimmick of the brand is really awesome as far as him being able to use his resources, use his brand for a perfumer out there that's hella revered. And they're like the author. You know, they come up with uh, some of the concepts and ultimately are in charge of uh, creative to a certain extent. So he kind of looks at himself as a perfume publisher and the brand is more like a publishing house for perfumers, some of the world's finest, uh, to use as their platform. So I just think their shit's really awesome. He recently, especially with it getting colder, uh, DVN, Dries Van Noten, is one of my more uh, reached for ones. I think that stuff is incredible. Also, Dries Van Noten's one of my favorite designers as well, as far as fashion. Uh, but yeah, that brand is just so cool. Not really the steez of a lot of the community out there because a lot of the community is mainly seeking affirmation from others as far as you know feedback this and that and that's fine scent is very carnal i understand why you want to feel that way uh that being said you know that's not always me and it really is a house that i don't know too much about but i'm very interested to uh learn about it and find out more about it very not very accessible in my opinion yeah it, it really isn't i understand um and, and that's fine. I mean, not everything's supposed to be, yeah. right? So, again, it's kind of like one of those brands, if you know, you know, you know you're right? right. Uh, that being said, they are found at, you know, every, not every, but a lot of luxury good department stores. So, for example, um, in Canada, Holt Renfrew. Uh, oh, do they have? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Um, uh, also, um, if you go to NYC, they're at at least a couple of retailers there and in the U.K., uh, but yeah, if you're into niche fragrances remotely, eventually you'll come across, I think, at least one fragrance from that brand you'll like. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, that's a very nice. Uh, you know, I have a few houses that I like, but recently, you know, that I've been uh, beating a dead horse about zoologists. Mm -hmm. So uh, still in the top five section, uh, usually I, I, you know, get people to try it out when not. You've already tried the whole uh, yep. everything out there. And you're obviously good friends with Victor. Uh, probably uh, way before I've actually got to meet him and whatnot. <laughs> this is Wong. Yeah, yeah. This, this is I'm the W. You can do the V, and you know, we got. To... Um. So yeah, just give me uh, your top five from the house. Good lord. Oh, it's a, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Okay. Only five. Yeah. So uh, chameleon. Chameleon squid. Nightingale. Camel. Panda. No musk deer in there? I mean, I need to spend more time with that. Okay. I know it's going to be an all-star. Okay. Like, let's just keep it a buck. Okay. That shit smells incredible. Not okay. really going to get into it until I, you know, review it properly if I ever get do get to it. it. Yeah. But, yeah, y'all should stay tuned for that one. Right now you're just at the first date. Now, the other thing is, though, I talk about um, zoologists a lot, and people are like, oh, you're kissing his ass, because da-da-da, in Toronto. You are, though. Yes, I am. That's, but that's not the reason, is what I'm trying to say. Um, no, what I'm trying to say is, it really is an amazing house, and I really do enjoy it. And, uh, I don't know, sometimes just people just think it's the tie, and it's the local thing, but uh, it's more than that for me, for sure. Moving on to the next section, I uh, just want to know a quick, like, uh, future plans coming out in uh, your fragrance-wise, uh, your YouTube channel-wise, and even in your personal life, and, uh, yeah. Uh, fragrance-wise, I'm not sure, you know, honestly, I'm not in a rush to be able to acquire stuff. Uh, Anything you're looking forward to in your releases? The Bitter Peach, or... I mean, that's not new future, but... Yeah, I mean, that's already out. Yeah. That being said, most people still have yet to smell it. 
Um, not really psyched for it, to be honest. Okay. Peach is not a note that I think is easy to incorporate into perfumery. And as a result, I'm never jazzed about it. Uh, something like Must Deer, I guess, from Zoolog's Perfumes. I can't wait to furthermore dive into that. Um, there's a number of Byritos recently that I've yet to smell from like uh, the Midnight Veils collection. I want to get into those. I've still yet to smell um, certain OG favorites as well um from other brands uh that i just i'm dying to get my nose on as far as vintages okay uh but i'm really not gonna go into detail about those when i can't guarantee myself being able to get stuff and i think it's a little bit easier for me to be able to get stuff and if i'm discouraged about being able to get it i don't see the reason to talk about it to you so if he has a little hard time getting it, then it's going to be impossible for you to get it. It's mission impossible for you. Yeah, and it's not me trying to be... Um, it's, it is what it is. It's the truth. I'm not trying to Hollywood anyone. And I actually help a lot of people acquire stuff too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm at this point where uh, regardless if, if I lean more designer or lean more niche when it comes to genuinely liking stuff, um, yeah, I, I, I genuinely feel like I can get my nose on nearly anything. And... As a result, I might not be as excited to get my nose on things just because I'm inundated with stuff all the time. But that's just because I've somewhat monetized this lifestyle. I've, you know, made a presence out of it. It's genuinely part of my persona. So it just feels somewhat redundant sometimes. Just, oh, here we go with this. Here we go with that. Don't ever get to that point, guys. Honestly. Have as much fun as possible. I wish sometimes that I... The excitement. Yeah. The... But sometimes I feel like, oh, I know where that came from. I know what that was inspired from. I, uh, oh, I was anticipating that. And again, not trying to Hollywood. I'm not trying to sound big-headed. But uh, to be fair, a lot of people who are also making content, uh, I they genuinely feel this way too. I mean, they'll put on a happy face I'm sorry if I'm crushing anyone's thoughts of, you know, how genuinely excited we are about stuff. And maybe certain people are. It's uh, not all sunshines and rainbows. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, You're like... You're night re editing and... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You also have stuff like that to deal with, too. So does it take the fun out of what I'm already into? I don't think so, personally. But, I mean, I just feel like the peaks, as far as my level of excitement aren't really there it's more of like a straight line it comes with experience it comes with is it with anything like the artists rappers after their first album they get rich and you know like not even the rich part but you know it's it's hard to keep that same uh interest and excitement from the beginning that you maintain i mean it's eventually it dies off slowly and eventually is uh i think what you're trying to say uh i, I mean it could but like at the end of the day i don't need this you know as far as you got my, your life. You got well, your life. You got friends, your family. Well, you know? it's not that. What I mean by that okay. is, at this point, like, I've gotten what I've wanted out of this fragrant lifestyle. Okay. You know, like, I can genuinely stop YouTube and be happy because of the fact that the fragrances themselves that I own, I'm not going to stop wearing this. Like, I'm not going to lie. And this is, this sounds like me shooting in a bad way. No, I see your actual point. Yeah, it's, here, it's the most important thing is your fragrance, not showing it or the YouTube videos or what. Yeah, I think people... it's compulsory that you share this with people. Don't get me wrong. But if I feel burnt out from the community, if I feel um, a certain way about this or that, and I just stop making videos for whatever reason, which would be tragic. I still got these shits behind me. Like, like I have a bunch of stuff that I might not talk about on the channel. I'm still an enthusiast for them. Of course, of course. You know, if you're one of those types to have to tell it on the mountain about anything you have, uh, whether you're flexing or you genuinely want to have that conversation, that's cool, that's great, that's fine. But I also think it's important to be able to enjoy things for yourself as well. Of course. So just... Don't ever lose that enthusiasm. Yep. Mm. You heard it here, raw and uh, uncensored, and uh, this is this is really nice. This is really nice. We're getting some good stuff. Um, anything personally? 
um, coming up in the future? I mean, not too personally that you don't want to mention. Uh, uh I mean, I'm pretty vocal on my open book for okay. the most part. Uh, so I feel like I got most of what I wanted to out. Okay. But at the same time, I can't remotely think of something too noteworthy to speak to y'all about as far as previewing videos or content. Um, yeah, honestly, subscribe to everyone I mentioned earlier. Uh, they're great. Uh, I really mean that. And of course, to this gentleman right here. So thank you for having me. I will, when he's mentioning them as they go, I'll have their videos or their uh, YouTube channel on the, I don't know if it's this side or that side, but on the top of that. Oh. Or just in the description, either. Oh, or. okay. Yeah. Both, both, both probably. Um, so uh, one last thing I want to touch on on the start, we were talking a little about King of Dot and the battling. It's a little sidetrack from Fragrance. This might be two, but you're a real, real big uh sneaker head or sneaker collector um look at look at look at all this bag some you can't even see on the floor yeah this is crazy this is crazy honestly i have a lot of thoughts on this okay let's go let's yeah go. i have a lot to unpack here and we i have think a lot of time uh sneaker culture right now to me is kind of a joke okay yeah no. Are you gonna you're gonna vent? All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's be fucking real. Okay. And I'm not trying to be a dickhead about this. Okay. It's just it's it, and it's not subjective. It's okay. fact. Disclaimer. I don't know too much. Uh, I just want to add in that I just know a couple of like Vimeros, uh, the Odyssey React. So I, I know a little bit in this uh the running shoes. I don't know any uh the Jordans anything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and Jordan. to be fair, maybe it's because of your East Asian background, a lot of people are into runners over there. And yeah. I think that's great. I think it's a personal thing, but yeah, go ahead. And if you yeah. personally like yeah. it, cool. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, when it comes to some of the more hype pieces, I mean, uh, we're talking Air some Jordans. Air Jordan 1s, we're talking uh, Yeezys, we're talking, okay. uh, you know, uh, let's see, what else is hype right now? Nike SBs. Like some general release stuff, not limited stuff with an obvious uptick in quality in both craftsmanship and materials. But a lot of GR stuff or, um, you know, stuff that for whatever reason is just going for a lot of money, I just don't care for. And the reason why is because, again, secondhand, it's going for a lot of money. It's still sweatshop quality stuff. So if I'm going to buy this stuff retail for like 120 to like 250 and then for whatever reason on StockX, like the hour after the shit drops... It's like at least four to five hundred. Oh yeah. I just buy high end stuff at that point. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'll buy, you know, from designers which I aforementioned before. You know, again, like high end stuff. Like even, like maybe high end Japanese collabs, or we're talking, um, you know, just straight up like Belgian designers that I might be into, and that's how. How much would one of these shoes like? Um, generally i mean i have some like rick owens in the back here that are around two grand <laughs> so there's that do, do these shoes have like an air conditioning system in there and like i mean i wish they did okay, there's that. okay um i have let's see yeah even some stuff as simple as like some alexander mcqueen oversize uh some common projects achilles lows like yeah you're going for a completely different look at that point but you know, when it comes to athletic, overly, overly mass-produced stuff in comparison to the mass-produced uh, high-end stuff, it's just, I'm paying around the same amount. So, like, if I don't really care to, you know, be a reseller, this or that, blah, 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 I'll just buy high-end stuff that I can just get on a whim. You know what I mean? So, that's something I've been lamenting lately is some of the athletic stuff that I feel like most people are typically into now the world's becoming more casual i get it um i'm still into stuff like that like don't get me wrong i still fuck with it i still love it it's just i don't really believe in having to pay that much resale i get it i work in sales myself supply and demand i understand it's just i feel like this marketing the game has everyone twisted okay. as far as like the value ratio okay. it sucks Okay. You know, I'm buying fucking Air Jordans recently, glue stains and shit on it. Miss Stitch. <laughs> glue stains. Yeah, like what? You know what I'm saying? And I'm re I'm and I'm paying resale for this potentially. Yeah. So that's a thing, you know. It it's it's kind of I'm I'm good. It's kind of a joke, you know. If people want to 
kill themselves for this or that, uh, that's on them. You know, I'm straight, so. Meanwhile, he has $2,000. <laughs> okay, quick question. Why are Yeezys so expensive? Why, what, I, they're ugly? I, I don't get it. Like, I get Kanye's behind it and all the hype and whatnot, but, like, how does it actually, like, who buys, like, Okay, I will say this. The Let Q- me understand. Okay, first off, I want to say, because we're talking about QC, the QC on the Yeezys is a little bit more consistent and better. Okay. That's for What's damage. a QC? QC. Quality control. I knew that. I was just saying, you know, uh, try to be funny, act like I don't know stuff. So it's like that much comfortable and the science. Yeah, it's not well, just about like, fashion. No, it, it's definitely a higher end shoe. I'll yeah. say that. But of course, to why they are actually popular is because of Kanye's yeah. cachet. Yeah. Let's just call a spade yeah. a spade. But at the same time, you know, um, it's at the point where they've kind of transcended Kanye himself, you know, uh, as far as, you know, there's a bunch of people rocking Yeezys who don't even fuck with his music. If it's some, you know, Asian trust fund kid at Yorkdale who has a fucking off-white sweater and shit and he has Yeezys on, you think he listens to Kanye on the daily? He might, but there's a good chance that he might not, is what I'm saying. So you don't have all the answers, Manny. You don't have all the answers. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. So Go there's ahead. that. But um, yeah, to why why it's big, like, I mean, Kanye's cachet essentially elevated it elevated that end of things too. But again, they are so dope looking to the people who rock them that it superseded. Um, that initial boost that Kanye gave it. And I think that's dope. If the product is genuinely dope, then it's cool. Um, there's even good tech involved when it comes to uh, some of the boost foam that they're using. Always pushing the envelope when it comes to, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I used, I really, I still like him as an artist and whatnot. And I get his um, very artistic and whatnot. But what I don't like about him is... He, he keeps saying, oh, look how amazing I am. Like, Picasso never said, hey, look at me, look how amazing. Like, that that just really kind of goes away from him. But that's a side, whatever thing. The last one thing I want to ask. But that's ask, a hip-hop in him. You know? Sure. So uh, how would you compare uh, the sneaker world and the fragrance world? Okay, so this one's pretty easy. Okay. The thing is with the sneaker world is that everything is seemingly limited when it comes to the most hype pieces. Okay. And in fragrance, everything's just mass-produced, regardless of what it is. Okay. So, mass-produced in comparison to the amount of people who actually want it, which is very few. Again, sneakers are not taboo. The world everywhere, for the most part, is becoming more casual, you know, and is becoming more flexy in a casual way. Fragrances kind of seem antiquated in a way that is a little bit more ostentatious despite being if you go to any luxury goods store let's be real it's the cheapest thing in the store you know but for whatever reason it's just considered showy and extra despite the fact that you can't even see it so so true when it comes to fragrances and being able to acquire them yeah it's whatever you know so you have to tie a reason to getting fragrance that transcends you just liking it. And a lot of times that's just what scent is as far as the senses. It's just carnal AF. People get into this because they are looking to leave a lasting impression. So as a result, the best sellers tend to be stuff that is pleasing. Okay, yeah. Often in a more unique way. So that's what I'm talking about. When it comes to sneakers, though, damn near anything can sell out just because of the fact that there is a lot of demand and not enough supply for them. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, imagine pulling up to fucking niche essence or imagine pulling up to Oswald's and the store was nearly empty. That's what happens when you go to the Supreme Then the store. price would go up and it would suck a little bit more for them. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're going to get into that. But I'm just saying, you go into a Supreme store. You go to an OVO store. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. They, they, they damn near not have anything. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, these fragrance people, I also feel like need to try these methods out. 
I think what we're doing is a little antiquated as far as always having things on deck. Oversaturated if, a little bit. Yeah, bad. like we, we have to make this seem more exclusive, although it really isn't, okay. you know. Words of wisdom, like any other, like, man, having you on here is like unreal. Let's just call it like that. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, is there anything, uh, before we wrap it up, you want to add any shout outs? I mean, like, uh, oh, here's one thing, uh, I want to ask really quick before you go. When are you coming back? Uh, next week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yes? Okay. Yeah. I know, I know stuff happened and, uh, you know, you know, um, I just, you know, people miss you, people ask me about it and it's been like, you know, it's a bit of a while since uh, there has been a video out and, uh. It's funny because they might ask you about it, they might ask my mates about it, but. Not a whole lot of people asking me about oh, Maybe it. you're too big to reach or, you know, <laughs> as fans, you know, enough people tell me, I don't want to bother him, like, he's busy, I'm just a fan. And, and that's cute. So I'm the middleman who uh, deals with them. <laughs> and that's cute. I think it's awesome that people are genuinely over the moon to hear it about is. what I have to say. Um, I don't always feel that way, uh, but... I know, we have this conversation and it just drives me crazy, but go ahead. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll take it, you know? And it's funny, because... The inquiries that I do receive are ones that I might not be as jazzed to answer, you know, as far as fulfilling people's buying advice, this and that. And a lot of times I actually, in my head, this is what I'm preaching against, affirmation, confirmation from someone like myself. Yeah, I might know a thing or two about fragrances and I might know more than the average person. But at the end of the day, I'm just a consumer like y'all. You know, I and I've just put so in, humble. Yeah, I've just put in more work than some people in this community, and like I don't really have a diploma in like aroma chemicals or this and that. I didn't work at IFF or niche. Yeah, are you sure with all those books over there? Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! Imagine that. Uh, so that's the thing. Like, I, like I feel like I know what to look for. I feel like I know what I want per se. And if you guys can take solace in that, that's cool. But. Honestly, uh, trial and error, do this as much as possible yourself if you really want to get into this lifestyle. Um, sure, you know, not everyone's going to be as headstrong with their preferences, but try to because I honestly think it's a little bit more fun because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's times where I will want to show out for, for the people I am with. I will want to dress a certain way or smell a certain way for them, uh, but ultimately it's your skin scent it's your skin chemistry. It's your scent cloud. And when no one's around, that will still be around. So you have to make sure that you grow to like it too. And I don't think that always comes with perpetually asking people about it because then you become more reliant on that. So yeah. Man, that's so well put. All right. Thank you, Manny. Thank you uh, for being on my show and my podcast, man. This is this is unreal. It's amazing when this when I release this. Oh my god, this is gonna be crazy. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Uh, shouts to raptalk.com. KOTD.tv. Shouts to um, KOTD like Facebook group. <laughs> Goli, Goli, Ground Zero, yeah. uh, Don't Flop, uh, Grind Time. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, yeah, buddy. No, but on the real, shouts to um, the whole community. You know, y'all are showing out with the content. We've grown so much in the past few years. Um, way more than since when I initially started. So I'm genuinely over the moon to see everyone go from here to there. Uh, keep doing what y'all do. Uh, I will watch it with, you know, full interest. I know I might sound a little bit uh, disinterested when it comes to certain things, uh, but when it comes to the sheer enthusiasm for seeing where we were four years ago to now, I just, it's... It's humbling for me because, um, yeah, you know, I, to a certain extent, I did see it, but it's just really cool to see, you, you know, and I wish I was more interested in some of the things to why it has grown. I'm just not, but I'm happy for everyone who is. Your genuine, honest opinion, honestly, really uh, matters here. I know sometimes in your videos you can't be as raw and honest because you... Uh, I am. Oh, you... Oh. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I feel like not everyone else can feel oh, that way, okay. but I feel like I am. Okay, then that's good. And I'm, I'm glad that that comes and spills over here as well. Well, I mean, you said it yourself. Like, I sound like like my actual videos. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm speaking to you. Yeah. You know? Um, but that's because, like, I'm genuinely me when you see that shit. You know? So, if I'm unbearable there and here, then you probably won't like me <laughs> joking. He didn't say genuinely mean. He said genuinely me. Okay? Just, just to make it clear. Uh, no, I said mean. Oh, oh you said <laughs> or, mean. No, 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 no. You no, said mean. Nah, he's playing. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, we good? I mean, you tell me. I, I, I think, uh, yeah. yeah, that was it. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you know, if you don't know already, check out... Yo, Cascade Sense pulling up with the Black Grey Bunch and with the... Yeah. Again, my name's Manny. Where are your fragrances? Uh-huh.